All right, and we're rolling. Welcome to um, Rachel's Rudd Corner <laughs> for Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah. see what I did there? Still retarded, though? You thought I was going to say retard. <laughs> I did not. All right, here we go. This one's for Skrillex. So when Marvel came to me, I was just stoked. What is this? A center for ants? You should be able to shrink and grow on a dime. So your size always suits your needs. If you know what I mean. Um... (laughs) That that alludes to my first problem with the whole Ant-Man series, which is that it's just like it feels like the whole thing is a boner commercial. Yeah, right. Like it's uh, it's human Cialis. It's just constant talking of shrinking and growing. It's just uncomfortable. Look, it happens to the best of us. You should be able to shrink and grow on a dime. So your size always suits your needs. <laughs> that sounds like a boner commercial. Yeah, yeah. Straight up. Rach, how you doing today? I'm doing well. Um, I'm good. Uh, we're replacing Dan with two people. That's what it takes to replace his, as Josh put it, giant-sized head. Yeah, ginormous. Josh is having trouble wearing your headphones, Dan. I feel like uh, like a like a child that's dad died, which is like ending. But um, <laughs> trying to wear dad's clothes. Uh, so yeah, uh, today we're going to do an episode um, on an MCU film, which is why Dan isn't here. And um, we get to talk about um, sometimes our favorite series, sometimes not our favorite series, Marvel, uh, in what is the 30-something film in the MCU, uh, Ant-Man 3 and the Wasp Quantumania, which I did not realize until the end credits, the word Ant-Man exists within the word Quantumania. Did you notice that? The end credits of the movie, when it flashed, to the end credits, right? This is how stupid we are just as a civilization these yeah. days, but it flashed to the credits and it said Ant-Man on the screen, and then the the rest of the letters Quantumania filled in oh, next to it. Oh, I was... And I was like, my God, I did not... Now, if you look at the word Quantumania, which I don't have, like, directly in front of me, but if you look at the word Quantumania, it's just right in the middle there. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's it. 10 out of 10. T- 10 out of 10. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're doing an MCU movie today. Um, that's why Dan's not here. And um, we have uh, resident Josh Boyer, who uh, often graces us on the pod here, watching the best of the best. I think our last one was The Batman. The Batman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and... Also guest calling for the temptation of Christ. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Over the cell phone yeah. uh, temptation of Christ call in. Um, so uh, before we get into the movie... Um, a couple things. The first thing is I was trying to get samples together for uh, what is the beginning of the episode typically. And um, I I was looking at like promotional material for uh, the movie, which sometimes results in finding things that are really funny and sometimes, sometimes results in um, finding absolutely nothing. But this time was not the case. I actually did find something very funny. Gold. Uh, what I found... This time was a promotional video for, have you heard of Screen X before? No, what is that? Screen X is like the new gimmick beyond 40X even. Oh. Um, It is um, a three panel movie screen that is apparently really bad. Nice. The reviews are basically that it only turns on like three or four times throughout the movie. Perfect. During just like action scenes and stuff. (laughs) Glad to pay $25. And then they project on either side of you uh, a movie theater's length worth of extra digital information. It's really. So it's meant to be like immersive, even more immersive. It's it's meant to be. It just looks really uncomfortable, honestly. Um, but, uh, in that I found not only what I treasure most about the Ant-Man series, which is, uh, veteran actor, veteran actor, Michael Douglas, who I watch him read the phone book, but it's very funny to watch him in like a superhero movie about ants. Um, he he, said ants a lot. 
He said ants a lot in this movie, <laughs> yeah. which was a shame because I had to find samples and it would have helped a lot more uh, if those samples were ant related. As I was looking through the anals of the internet to try to find funny stuff for this, I came upon um, this video of Michael Douglas and Evangeline Lilly, who's the wasp, right. um, watching um, a presentation of a Screen X theater with the trailer for Ant-Man and, and the Wasp Quantumania playing in it. Um, you know who Michael Douglas is? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and um, I was I was asking my wife, not Josh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, so just, just enjoy this. This is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. So again, this is an 80-year-old man reacting to seeing a trailer on a three-panel movie screen that he is starring in. Wow. I used to ask myself a lot of questions. That's cool. Scott, you're an ex-con. Wow. An Avenger. Looks like, yeah, you, you always feel like you're looking out of the corner of your eyes. Thank you, Spider-Man. Oh, it's trippy when it moves, when it, People still need help. when the camera pans. That's why we made this. It's amazing. Yeah, you feel as much as you're looking at the screen, you're, you're consumed with watching out the corner of your eyes. What else is going on? Turn it off. Now. Hey, that's cool. The way the beam shot to the side. That looks like an exciting movie. I think I gotta go see that. So you see the screen lines. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, the quantum realm looks amazing like that. Quantumania. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Easy for you to say. What? Ants. I hate ants. There's something I never told you. I love you too. This place. It isn't what you think. Uh-uh, baby. It ain't. <laughs> Bill Murray. Yeah. We're far beyond the yellow brick road. Yes, we are. If you help oh, me. that's epic. That's epic. I'll help you get out of here. So, what's it going to be? Batman. I don't mess with Kang. <laughs> Pretty impressive. Wow. Guy sounds sauced. I uh, so my first thought about that was that he was drunk. Yeah, right. But then, like my second thought about it is he's more like so old that I don't think he can tell the difference between what is the movie Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania and his own reality. Right, right, right. <laughs> because it, it, you hear him at some points. He's like, "I love you, baby." He's like. <laughs> There are certain points in the trailer where he's like talking to the characters in the screen. Right. Um, the other funny thing that um, happened in there is like at one point he's like, I see the lines in the screen. And it's like, that's one of the things that people criticize right. Screen X it's a for. Negative. So that you can, you can literally see the screen divides in between each panel. So it looks all fucked up. Um, that was probably not something they wanted him to point out. But yeah, I mean, that's. The sound of like an eighty-year-old man having like a health crisis, <laughs> while <laughs> the corner of my eyes, you see it at the corner of my eyes, I'm like buddy, you need to go home. He's like, I hate ants, baby. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh no, 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 you love ants. <laughs> ants, I hate ants. <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Ant Man. Uh, this is the lowest-rated Marvel movie on Rotten Tomatoes, I think, ever at this point. Um, it's like a 52 or something like no, that. No, it's right? a 40. It's a 40 mm -hmm. now? It's it like a 46, lower. 47. Amazing. Um, so it didn't do too hot in that regard. And now everyone's kind of dogpiling on it in the sense that they like looked at the drop between last weekend's box office and this weekend's. And it was 
dramatic enough for them to like write a bunch of clickbait, like right. or, you know, stupid like bashing articles about it. Um, it's but the end of Marvel or whatever. We don't listen to um, articles. That's not where we get our information. We get them from our own freaking brains. Well, Donald Trump we, Jr. We know that we feel the opposite of what the rest of the world typically thinks. There's once a great poet named Ben Shapiro who oh, said, <laughs> facts are not your feelings. And in my world, um, that's not true. <laughs> facts in the um, uh, movie critique world often are not my feelings so much as like me seeing through the reality of fabric, space, and time to discern what number out of 10 to rate something. Very Kang-like. That is what I was brought to this basement to do. Very (laughs) Kang-like. Random Michael Douglas alert. You should be able to shrink and grow (laughs) on a dime. So your size always suits your needs. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'm always big, baby. Rach, thoughts? Do you want me to just tell you my thoughts on the movie? No, we're not oh. We're not quite there yet. Okay. I thought you were saying on size. On size. <laughs> <laughs> you got to bring in that that raw female perspective that we are sorely lacking here. Okay. How do you feel about the wasp? She wasn't in this movie, was she? Oh, Evangeline Lilly, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I, she was negligible in this movie. She was not in it. She didn't have any agency. Her plot. I didn't. Uh, I mean, no she had plot. no lines. She was like, "I'll do that for you." She wasn't really a character in this movie, which I think is funny that they still call it right Ant Man in the Wasp, Quantumania. It clearly should have just been Ant Man, Quantumania. All right. Well, unless his daughter is like the Wasp too. Uh, well, that's the next question. Is I don't know enough about the comics. Like, is Cassie's character that she is going to become the Wasp? Who read Ant Man? <laughs> I don't know. Right. But it's like so. So far. Every MCU movie in the most recent phase has included somebody's son or daughter. Right. Da- you mean daughter. Yeah, it's daughter. It's only it's o- daughter. It's always daughter. Welcome to the MCU, <laughs> as the conservative meltdowns on, Marvels. Uh, on YouTube have been calling it. Um, I mean, you have Miss Marvel uh, replacing yeah. her lesbian mother, uh, Captain Marvel, Brie Larson. She was a lesbian in that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we That's have female Hawkeye. Yeah. We have female gay Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. African American. Uh, what's uh, uh, three way triple threat? What's her name though? What's her uh, 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 Ironheart? Ironheart, right? That is what her about Thor's name. child? Is that a girl? Thor's daughter, Love. Yep. Is a girl. Um, uh, obviously Black Widow. Uh, right. cloned another female Black Widow. Still hot. Um, Sam, who is Falcon, is going to get a sex change in the next movie to become Captain America. Captain they them. Captain they them. (laughs) And um, who else? I mean, there's, there's, there was a few more, right? And they still can't write female characters. That's the hilarious part. Yeah. yeah, All the roles. Well, that's the problem with a lot of inclusion tactics is you have the ideas there. Right. But the execution is um, like Natasha's sister in um, Black Widow being like, they took my ovaries and threw them in the trash. And that's like as deep of a women's sentiment as they can understand. But the ability to reproduce is like it. it, While this is starting to sound like Ben Shapiro's show, I will say that Rachel and I are on the right side of history when it comes to certain Marvel (laughs) properties in phase four, such as She-Hulk, fantastic. Fantastic. Wow, She-Hulk, okay. Um, That was a great one. Loved it. We really enjoyed Miss Marvel until it got kind of like a little rote towards the end. I really did not like it halfway through to the end. But the I beginning, watched one episode. The beginning was strong. Yeah, but I lost, I don't know if it was because I wasn't paying attention anymore. Mm-hmm. It was on my phone or it was making me not want to pay attention, but I, I vote that series down. Um, Hawkeye? Hawkeye was a good show. Hawkeye was good. We liked that. Really good. Loved that. Good one. Um, uh, Loki was was excellent. I thought probably one of the better ones. Probably. What was the other recent one? Well, these are all the TV shows okay. we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. But, Disney Plus. Um, then there's the movies from the last phase. Now, this is the first movie of phase five after phase four was not received too well. Um, I think I have maybe a list of phase four. So um, phase four started with Black Widow, which I thought was fine. I liked Black Widow. I thought it was a I good movie. It. I mean, it was one of the most... <laughs> 
grounded, which is weird to say, because she doesn't have superpowers, right? So it's like you are essentially watching a Marvel, like, Mission Impossible movie. She does and she doesn't. Right. Because at one point in that movie, she, like, falls out of an airplane and, like, hits her head on, like, a vent and falls down an alley and just, like, gets back up afterwards. That's like, that's like Marvel <laughs> acting, though. It's like, uh... yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, that was good. Uh, Shang-Chi, I liked less than that. I liked Black Widow. I didn't more. even finish Shang-Chi. It got pretty out of control. Aquafina shot a dragon with a bow and arrow, <laughs> which, like, if if teed up correctly, could have been a good time, but mostly was embarrassing. Um, then we have the classic Eternals, which Rachel and I are big fans of. We, we loved Eternals, yes. Um, we're in what I would consider the vocal minority of Eternals fans. There's very few of us. I didn't even watch it. I felt like I needed a breath of fresh air from... A lot of the more redundant aspects of Marvel. Is it on Disney Plus? Can I watch it? Yeah. Okay, then I'll watch it there. IMAX enhanced. Very good presentation. Cool movie. Rob Stark, Angelina Jolie. Mm -hmm. Rob Stark, nonwithstanding, and Jon Snow is in it. John, see, I was yep. going to say, and the best part is, can you? what are their actual names? I don't think anyone knows or cares. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Uh, Kit Harrington. Oh, Kit Harrington, right, and, right, right. And not a single person knows the name. No of, one gives a shit about Rob. Like, of, it's it's of Rob Who Stark. is Rob Stark? Right. <laughs> Throw it in the comments if you're a person that legitimately knew that actor's name. No. I'm, I'm digging deep into my lexicon, which is a, a long and deep one, and I'm coming up with nothing. nothing. So, um, then you had a multiverse of madness, or no? You had a Spider-Man. Spider -Man. Spider-Man, which Next I did Spider not like. I did not like either. Neither did Rachel. Dude, it felt like you watched it. I mean, it just was. You were like, "This is money." Like that's what I. We'll get to it because I think uh, I'll just learn this. I don't think Ant Man had the same money vibe. Mm -hmm. As far as like, I, this was like, oh, are you in your 30s and you were growing up with Spider-Man? Look! Yeah, this was um, like, Spider-Man was a sad moment for me because I, mostly my problem with that movie was that I just didn't feel like we knew this Spider-Man well enough. Right, you didn't care. With dramatic stakes to then pit him with other Spider-Men. Right. It just felt like very manipulative and, and very flat. Right. I didn't feel anything watching that movie. No, neither did I. There was no, I mean, Tobey Maguire was your only stakes and you were like, he's a cameo, right? Yeah. I mean, I was like, these guys are like invincible action figures that have right. been brought into this movie. Um, that one wasn't for me. No, I didn't great. like that movie. And I, I rewatched the two Spider-Men before it, which I was also so-so on to warm up to what was going to be the best, as everyone said. Right. But we knew. Of any of the Spider-Men. Since everyone loved it, we went into it knowing we probably wouldn't. But this is like, Rachel and I are like, um, let me tee up a good one here for you. We're like the two Jewish Germans oh. right before World War II Ooh. that are looking at each other going like, things are headed in the wrong direction. <laughs> like what we hear on the news that everybody's buying into, we're not buying into. Mm. Like we actually know the deal and it kind of sounds like. They're going to start hunting Jews soon. Yeah, I was, so saying, you know, I was thinking the exact same thing, but thank you for There's for a persecution out there, and the persecution is, let's say that really good things are good, and let's say that really bad things are bad, but they switch it around, and they say that all the stuff that Rachel and I like mm -hmm. is actually bad, um, they being uh, the witch hunt and the media. Are you trying media. to tell me that Eternals is crystal knocked? <laughs> Eternals is the crossover event. <laughs> It's the Crystal moment Knot. you knew. Um, next up, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That was my personal favorite one. Really? That, yeah. I didn't think it was bad, it. but I wasn't. Had horror in it. Had Scarlet Witch in it, which we mm -hmm. like a lot over Love here at Team Lions. Because um, of uh, the show, right? I just love Elizabeth Olsen. We were fans going yeah. into Elizabeth WandaVision. Elizabeth Olsen is the man. Yeah. She, she rules. And yeah, she does rule. She's great. I, I do love her character, too. And I just, yeah, I liked the, the vibe of Doctor Strange. I don't say, like, Yaz Queen a lot. <laughs> but if I were to have to say it in any situation, it would probably be pumping up Elizabeth Olsen. Yes. She's pretty rad. Treasure. Then you think of your sisters. And you're <laughs> she's like, oh. like the she's like the potential of hotness that the Olsen twins had. Right. Totally. Fulfilled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, uh, that's enough Coke for me. And her sisters were like, that's not enough Coke for me. 
that's not that doesn't make you eligible to be an Olsen. <laughs> you need to do all the coke with us. Um, so yeah, we like that one. You did not. I didn't. So ah, uh, because uh, that that was really like kind of like this one where they're getting weird with it. Right, Benedict Cucumber Patch. Mm-hmm. I think is an incredibly overrated actor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he's. He's got the accent. He did the whole Sherlock Holmes thing. I think he was like, you know, he plays an autistic guy well. Right. You know, right? Like and a Sherlock. dragon. Right. Oh, that dragon in CGI footage is the best. <laughs> um, but like that, I, I, he's another one where like in that, sh- in that movie, like if he died, I'd be like, eh. Gookie. Um, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Thoughts? Oh my, no. <laughs> trash. Good. Ass. I mean, we laughed the whole time. <sighs> I'm a Marvel girl. I, I really can take a lot from them, and I love Thor. We were hysterical, but overall, it was a really embarrassing movie. It's, uh, as I call it, uh, I'm over guys like Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it. But, and yet, and many people did say that, he was so good in Ragnarok. Like, he did oh such gosh, a good yeah, job with that. You gotta but, remember, that was f- almost five years ago. Yeah, uh, it, it just got out of control. The first, like, 10 or 15 minutes of it uh, with gore and then um, the first scene with the Guardians I was like this is going to be another classic adventure and it was not Uh, that one was a bummer for me I really hate that movie I feel like at this point it's really soured after the fact I just it I got so tired of the writing we could talk a little about that with the Ant-Man too like I'm I'm growing very tired of what I'll call like the flippant conversational writing where there's no weight to anything. Like, everything has a joke. Mm-hmm. Everything has a punchline. Right. And, like, even, like, in serious moments, it's like, ah, it's got to be comic relief. And I'm like, yeah. okay, okay. It's true. And finally, we have Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Josh, Forever. Thoughts? So I thought mm-hmm. it could have been good, but, like, I actually think the villain was really compelling. Mm-hmm. I think, but... Oh, Namor. Yeah, Namor. But I don't even remember this movie. It was like colonialism. It just kept harping on like colonialism's bad, but then the irony mm-hmm. is it has two minority groups trying to kill each other. Yeah, it was like a gang war. Right, right, right. It's like, this is the white man's fault, but we all gonna hurt each other. And I was like, oh, that's not good. That's like, you're 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 making each other the villain. That's bad. So yeah, um, that, that was a pretty demonizing movie. And, um, <laughs> um, and Ironheart was just... Lame. Oh, just flat out lame. Yeah. So it's been, I would say, a rocky road this past phase. Yeah. And we're kicking it off with what has been received as one of the worst Marvel (laughs) movies ever. (laughs) And I guess it's about time we get into said Marvel movie and start talking about it. Rachel says, yeah, she wants to get this going. Wrapping it up. (laughs) Got a birthday party to go to. So when Marvel came to me, I was just stoked. Who taught him that way? I'm Michael Douglas. (laughs) Veteran active. Such films as Disclosure, Disclosure. and Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, part three. <laughs> ants. I hate ants. <laughs> Josh, thoughts on Ant-Man 3? In a synopsis, um, you know, not a bad filler movie. <laughs> it moved the plot along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It felt like... Um, it was trying to be, in my mind, if we're like hinting towards something, it wanted to be the first Guardians of the Galaxy where it was like, mm-hmm. oh, there's something more happening in the MCU. Mm-hmm. It didn't It didn't quite get there. Right. But uh, I think Kang is a compelling villain. Right. And can be. I think I hated the writing in this movie, as I hate most Marvel writing. <laughs> sure. But um, can't really be, blame you on on some of those uh, assessments. But, you, uh, we're gonna wait for GG, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. overall, it's a filler. It's a filler movie, right? It's it's a stepping stone towards whatever their version of Endgame is in this, you know. Mm-hmm. Kang but, game. Yeah, Kang. And Kang. And Kang. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, not terrible. Not terrible. Okay. Oh, Rich. My turn. Oh, you're Rich. Rich is ready. Um, <laughs> I, Rich, go for it. The I agree with you. I also actually really liked this movie. I was surprised. I did think I I went in with expectations of what I thought it was going to be, which to me I thought it was just going to be like an explosion of 
colors yeah. and galaxies and multiverses. Mm. And I'm not to say that those things weren't in there, but I, I personally thought it was very tastefully done. And I, I like the character design. I was shocked. I didn't think they went over the top. Um, the final battle scenes to me didn't go over the top like they did in such as Shang-Chi, <laughs> where it was just absolute explosions yeah. of CGI uh, everywhere. Um, I laughed, as I always do, at many of the jokes and characters mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. this movie. Um, of course, I can understand the writing is for teenagers. Right. Um, it's a PG-13 movie, as they all are, right? Mm -hmm. And my biggest complaint about Marvel in the last few years is, like, how much can we really do or expand with right. PG-13? It's all going to feel like this. You get one F word. Mm -hmm. This is as they far as we're going to go. No. And I right. just think if they want to take five t phase five to the next level, it should be we should have a rated R Marvel movie. I agree with that. I don't think it'd be Ant-Man, but I agree no, with that. It's going to be Blade, probably, would be my oh, guess. Oh, dude, Blade would be sick. Um, and that brings me to me. <laughs> I, bo I borderline love this movie. Just wow, borderline. Just, just below it. Can't wait for the GG. Um, every, everything kind of worked for me. It felt like more closer to minor entries in the earlier phases of the Marvel I Universe. I completely agree. Than, let's say, the later ones. There was some painfully transparent politics in this movie that, oh, we, yeah. that we will get into at one point or another, um, which were more transparent than ever, in a way. Like, you think? Oh, compared to like, Miss like, Marvel? All the other ones are implied. This That's one, true. they were literally like... Ants created a socialist paradise. Right, right. They stretched out the word socialist. Socialism. Michael Douglas was like, I don't know about that socialism thing, but it's pretty great. Yeah, right. Um, that was interesting, but um, <laughs> as in classic Hollywood form, they're supporting socialism but making millions off capitalism. It was, so, it was so transparent. And this movie made me laugh really hard. I'm sure some conservative talk show host or YouTuber is already melting down about it. Ben Shapiro has at least tweeted three times about it. Cassie is Antifa, which was very funny to oh, yeah. me. You gotta help people, the homeless communities there. And they were like, <laughs> they were like, Cassie's down on the streets of San Fran, right? Emptying out the homeless tents and helping out all the miscreant. But she can still get bailed out. Lost souls. Yeah. Right. Doesn't mean much when you're immediately bailed out by your dad. And then old man Michael Douglas is just in the background of this whole movie, just like, I like pudding. <laughs> just like, gone. He's so <laughs> fucking old. I helped the end. Sorry it took so long. Cassie's parents were just gone, by the way. Cassie's parents, non-existent. Now, this is how you know that this was this movie is pushing an agenda, because gone was Paxton, the only cop character. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah, the yeah. previous Ant-Men. Um, the movie opened with Cassie like <laughs> Cassie like getting out of what she called a peaceful protest um, <laughs> out of jail and she shrank a cop car and had it in her hand and handed it back to the police as she was uh, being discharged which I thought was like a moment where I was like Dan Endon would appreciate this movie um, had he not died and I needed to replace him with, <laughs> with two people. He died of COVID, and I had to <laughs> replace Rest him. Pepperonis. Rest in peace, Dan. Quantumania! <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I enjoyed this. Humor was on point. I think that they really Paul shortchanged. Paul humor was on point. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. But... No, I would go further than that. Michael I mean, Douglas? He was two. Number one for me was like strange creatures. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird, yeah, uh, weird alien designs. Um, there was like a... The holes guy. There was like a cube <laughs> of goop who early on in the film had a joke about not having any holes. Um, and Cheedy from The Good Place um, was a psychic oh, in this movie. Right. I was, was also a very funny was character. Um, he... Uh, and this is like a, a nitpick I wrote down, but he, he was like a, uh, an empath and a telekinetic and his head would glow when he was reading people's minds. And the first scene where he's introduced in the movie, um, Paul Rudd is like dropped into this like alien world and all the aliens are looking at him and 
the alien that I liked, who was like a cube of goo that had right. no holes, came up to Paul Rudd and was like, how many holes do you have? I don't have any holes. And Cheedy comes parting through the crowd and he goes, he has seven holes. And his face is glowing like he reads minds. And I just like, I understand he reads minds. It, it's a nitpick for sure. You didn't need to read minds to know how many holes. How would has. you know how many holes somebody had by reading their mind? Is that a no, number? No, he was just saying that as a somewhat human being. I don't know about that. Maybe because there weren't human. humans could have had down multiple there. Buttholes. There weren't humans down there. Those well, they were, were human-ish. Like, those were all like evolved particle creatures. Okay. So I mean, Bill Murray said he had human parts in all the right places. In all the right places, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that everyone does. For example, uh, the Gina Carano's character, the like buff chick with abs. Yeah. Um, uh, I wouldn't guess how many holes she had. Would you say that she has like a normal Jainian butthole? We don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Whereas Cheedy doesn't know. And they introduced the joke, which was a funny joke. He reads minds. He has seven holes. Yeah. But at no point was Paul Rudd. Okay. And then the joke goes like this, right? Then there's a pause and they're thinking. Right. Counting. Counting the holes. Yeah. And then Paul Rudd goes, yes, that's correct. Because Paul Rudd was counting how many holes he had. As was I. I was not. <laughs> uh, let you do the work for me, the heavy lifting. But... The point is, at no point in anyone's mind did Cheedy know that he had seven holes. Does being someone who can read someone's mind uh, open you up to automatically knowing how many holes they have? Just wondering. Just like wondering. Subconscious hole count. The logic behind that. There was a few logic moments in this movie that upset me greatly. You want to hear about another one? Yeah, sure. sure go. Um, the other one really unsettled me for the whole movie. I had trouble coming back from this. It was in the first five minutes. Talking about, like, when he's walking down the street and they're doing the exposition. No, loved all of that. That was great, actually. I loved the first five minutes. Loved, loved his narration in this movie. I was bothered that how Cassie just suddenly becomes smart. Like, there was no implication of her being a genius. I wouldn't say genius, but in re-watching it, she wanted to follow in the footsteps of her dad. Like, in re-watching the first one last night, like... Very clear that uh, Paxton, the cop, who is his, her stepfather, yeah. and the mom, Judy Greer, who I wish was in this movie because she's a great actress, but they are not the ones who impress upon Cassie. It's always been Scott Lang. Right, but there should, Lang, have been, there should have been some implication in previous, like she had that level of intelligence, right? Well, in the last one, she d didn't have more than two lines, so and was played by a different actress. Right, right, yeah, different actress. <laughs> this was like an Amber Heard clone. I don't know the one who played her, but she looked just like. Yeah, Amber. this girl I've seen been seeing in movies for a while now. She was in a Paranormal Activity movie. Um, oh, well, yeah. was the star of one, and um, she was really good in that. And I always remembered thinking, like, I'll see that girl again, and she's been in lots of stuff since then. Huh. Um, Kind of low-key rooting for her because I like that Paranormal Activity movie. Um, anyway, and she has really big chiclet teeth, which usually I don't like, <laughs> like on Taylor Swift, but I'm you willing to- You hate Taylor Swift. I'm willing I to hate her too. Yeah, oh, we, so do I. I mean- There's an anti-Taylor family. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, shocked yeah, yeah, that yeah. you don't like Taylor Swift. Does your wife? No, she despises her. Oh, hmm. nice. My wife okay. was uh, okay. a pop punk girl. Oh, nice. Okay. We should so, meet okay. this Kelly sometime. Yeah, we need wait, to- meet, Wait, you've never met Kelly? No. What? I've seen her from behind. Well, she was working on her computer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's I say walked, it like that. <laughs> I walked in, and she was working on her computer, yes. and I was behind her. Yes, I was yes. like, hello, Kelly. Nice to meet you. And she turned around, and she was like, oh, God, this guy. And that was Well, that's how she does with any, any human, really. Um, <laughs> she, like, knows my reputation of being, like, part of the evil podcast that Josh has to do every once in a while. No, no. She likes the podcast. Um, She's always, we were actually talking about it yesterday. We were at a baby shower, and I was telling people to listen to the, the movie blues. Wow. She's, like, has to go around afterwards and be like, don't. Don't look up that link that Josh was. <laughs> is that you Republican? Um, <laughs> All right, um, what's the, the problem that you had? Yeah, yeah, give us the other one, logic one. The other one is going to blow your mind. So in the first scene of the movie, um, I'm just annoying my wife now. My wife like wants me to hurry up so badly. Um, <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> what is the problem? You don't like podcasting. Does it make you ner nervous or what? I know I'm fine with it. I just want to keep us on schedule. Oh, and keep us on schedule. Yeah, as somebody's if I'm not doing 70th birthday. Um, That's not even on my mind. That's not what the schedule's about. What is Whoa, the rest of the schedule? schedule? It's just about what are like, we doing? making sure we're not just like dragging on in the podcast. We're at 31 tight, minutes. You know? you know how long these things are? They're an hour. Hmm? <laughs> Gotta um, fill it. There's a moment 
when Michael Douglas the walks pizza? into a room of people and puts a very, very, very tiny pizza on the table and then hits it with a dropper and it turns into a full-size pizza right. for the whole family And it to got eat. hot. Well, it was hot when it was blown up yeah. to huge size. On that pizza were red pepper rings cut to the full size of a pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheese, sauce, right. all the ingredients that you'd use for a pizza. Not my favorite pizza. The yeah. implication, me, not, me neither, not, not into it. The implication is this, that Michael Douglas is such a genius that he can cook a miniature pizza with less work, less effort, and then use a dropper to blow that miniature pizza up to a full-size digestible pizza for a group. Tiny bell peppers. That is not what would happen. That does not make any fucking sense. Because A, the bell peppers were full-sized ringlets. Right. How the fuck <laughs> did he cut? All right, here's-, here's Maybe he shrunk a bell pepper a down first. So A, he would have to shrink each individual ingredient down to microscopic size. Which doesn't really save you money because you have to go back to regular size. Correct. They start large. There's so many problems with this. They start large, right? So you have to have those ingredients. Right. It's not like... It's not like he cooked a tiny pizza. Right, like a tiny cheese pizza. It's, it's like he had to... I, I don't remember exactly what... It, this pizza looked like in detail, but I do. Why do I remember so well? So you're saying he? So why can't he just like an onion, for example? He cut a couple pieces of onion and put the few pieces. It's not like he. No, no. These were like. I recall. He's you're right. Not they were like a bell. You're not understanding. It was like a cross section. It was a, of a cross bell section pepper. of a bell pepper, which implies that an entire vegetable was cut. Now to to make that implication, because all right, here's track two. Track two is if it were what it appeared to be then it would involve cooking a tiny pizza now right. if you're cooking a tiny pizza you don't have miniature bell peppers you would just take like a dot of dough and a dot of sauce right. and put it on a just the tiniest little piece and then you would blow it up and it would probably be kind of disgusting because that's not how flavor is distributed a drop of tomato sauce for example doesn't have enough actual content right. to it that if you were to blow it up to a large size, it would taste as good as, say, a spoonful of regular tomato sauce. That is the way food works per ingredient. It's everything that you eat is a cross-section of several things together. Right. It's not just an object in and of itself unless it's a piece of fruit, unless <laughs> my wife is yawning. <laughs> She's going to kill herself. And so yet I'm like, I'm like, uh-huh. Josh yeah, is yeah, like, this me. is the fascinating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and yeah, any yeah, listener yeah. of the podcast is going to know that this is going to be the selling point of the entire episode. <laughs> this is like the luggage from Little Italy in terms of importance of the discussion. It's Shittily. It's insane what happens in this. So when the pizza's blown up, then you have what assumedly is a prop pizza that was brought in right. by craft service, whoever, the pro production designer. That thing's made of clay. Now that thing, regardless of it being made of clay, looks like a regular sized pizza, right? right, right. right? The rings are there. It doesn't make sense. No. Well, and then his wife, Janet Van Dyne, looks at him and goes, yeah. you should have won the Nobel Prize for this. And I'm like, fun. for what? What has been done here? He walked in with a pizza that was the size of a thimble and took a dropper of what has to be the most important substance on earth. Right. Shrinky. Well, you know what? Blow up stuff. They never and use And instead of again. using it to help humanity, to take a chicken nugget from McDonald's and blow it up to the size of a truck and drop it in Africa for little kids to eat, he's blowing up miniature pizzas of which ingredients had to be shrunk to create. Okay, but hold on. People in we Africa didn't see a lot nuggets. of what's going on in his life. The movie right away, basically from that scene, goes right into their experience in the quantum realm. They, they did in. say before that that Hope was dedicating her life to solving world hunger. Hope. With, with dad's technology. Michael Douglas, Hank Pym. He's like, you know what I'm going to do today, baby? <laughs> I'm gonna blow up a big pizza and feed it to my kids. And this, that is what he's doing with his time. It shows that I'm a capitalist, because I'm like, that's a perfect opportunity for product placement. They could have called Domino's and been like, give us a small pizza and we'll make it into an extra large. Of everything you could do. And they'd be like, Domino's, get a big pizza. <laughs>
I mean, it just doesn't. No, it's not good. It's not good. But I will what say. What you could do as a chef. Oh my God. Which I am. He's into this. You're a chef? For example. I think you like pizza, John. No, I'm a chef. Um, what you can do is, for example, buy an ounce of Wagyu beef. Ooh, and blow that up. And fucking blow that up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and put it in your freezer even. And you could have it, I mean, forever. I mean, there are so many applications to shrinking and enlarging food. Yeah. Um, if you were to take like a, 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 a garlic, a piece of minced garlic and blow it up and you could shave that off and caramelize it and etc. And what he's doing is making mini pizzas and blowing them up. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Rachel, thoughts? But he's not that creative. <laughs> he's not that creative. He's retired. Yeah, he's given up. Um, he invented to shrink stuff. I wrote a lot of notes about that. I can tell. You were really passionate. Where Cassie's parents was my first note. Cassie is Antifa. Cassie is Antifa. I don't know why they had to put Bill Murray in the trailer for this movie. Yeah, he... So if we're going to skip ahead to that, so they get sucked in Quantumania, um, you know, right. mom won't reveal anything, which I find bearing the lead pretty frustrating. I was uh -huh. like, okay, we get it. We know why you're bearing the lead because you have to, like, drag the movie out. And they bring Bill Murray, and he's like, I had sex with your mom. <laughs> that world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Murray. They shouldn't have put him in the trailer. He's only in one scene in the movie. No, yeah, I agree. But he's... But the thing is, it. he was probably the highest paid person on that movie. Um... He was good in it. I kind of wish his character went a little bit further. I agree. I wish he was a character that you could have brought back at the end just for comic relief. Like when the ants were taking over, he could have been like, ah, ants, you know, and like made some really bad Caddyshack joke or something. And it would have been like, oh, it's a callback and it's this, you know, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not like a bad dude or like a pervert or anything but there was a lot of talk in this movie that like could have been interpreted wrong that was the point though like there's a lot of like cassie screaming like come again dad and him screaming like i'm coming cassie there's a whole scene where like there's like a thousand ant men i'm gonna try to not look at my wife while i'm <laughs> while i'm delivering this next soliloquy there's like a million ant men. They're they're freaking running around everywhere, right? Yeah, and yeah. Um, with their little helmets. And Cassie's screaming like, "Come, Dad! Come again, Dad!" And he's like, "I'm coming, oh, yeah. Cassie!" And he creates a giant dick-shaped tower of ant men. <laughs> I'm sitting so close to my wife. This is bad. She's idea. so disappointed. Um, at least I'm not. I'm not an eyesight. I'm just like looking at the wall. <laughs> Um, eye contact with me. He creates a giant dick tower of Ant-Men to penetrate Ken's wow, you, large circular fortress. You are real like Freudian on it this. It was very like million sperm going to try to fertilize wow. the egg. That's a metaphor. Rachel? I thoughts? My brain didn't go that far, no. but I will say a few times during the movie, I was like, all right, we get it. He loves his daughter. Like It's a lot of love going back and forth. <laughs> a little little much. We get it. My wife is a bad dude. What? <laughs> he was just trying to reconnect with his daughter. I'm having similar thoughts to what you just explained. I just didn't go as far as saying he was climbing that a, dick a dick that shower. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, but the, the you creepier get into the part is that themes. your metaphor still works because it was like a round egg shape, which I hate it that was. you're... It was. I hate that your description is accurate <laughs> because I didn't think that until now and now it's even worse for me. I liked the Baskin Robbins Paul Rudd. Baskin Robbins version Rudd was cool. Yeah, that was funny. It didn't um, really make sense that he knew like to do anything in that situation. Right, but, right, 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 right. Uh, I still was, liked it. Um, yeah. Um, I think that like a lot of the stuff like that scene with like the Dick Shape Tower was like kind of like uh, the things that I liked from Multiverse of Madness. Like, it's good to see the Marvel Universe get weird and get like fucking bizarre in I'd on agree itself. With that. Um, it's what I liked about the first Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what as I liked as, like, about Guardians bending. of the Galaxy originally, because we had never left Earth. Right, the character design was that, that's like, so like the uh, the goo man, like pink goo. Um, they yeah. said drink is goop, right? That was what it was? Or drink I think he said goop. Or yeah, goop. Yeah. What do you think? Was uh, it goop? I think so. I, I think it was something the first gross. scene they were it was goop. singing, or I'm sorry, chanting drink. 
drink juice. his goop. Drink his goop. Yeah, it was drink. goop. I think goop is the vagina scented candle that Gwyneth Paltrow made. That's it is. Cool. So you think that that guy is made out of Gwyneth Paltrow's candle? I think he said maybe it was a different word. It wasn't glue. Wasn't? I have to look it up. Whatever. Either way, it was disgusting. But maybe the they did that as a joke against Gwyneth Paltrow. I think the guy, the torture guy, so there was a character um, who had, I can't even, he was robotic, the best way I'm going to describe it. Like a robot with like this head that could fire lasers. It was like a, a tube, the best, a tube head that fired <laughs> lasers. Oh, the guy who was kind of like, I'm going to try to describe him too. Yeah, right. A glowy he was kind of like head. had a bong for a head. And like had like a, a, a what kind of bongs eat an eternal fire blowing in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy who was like fireball head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he was kept just like recommending they torture. He's in Paul a glass Rodney. tube, dude. Was he not? Yeah, I said but bong, I mean, but there's a, a lot stretch? of things that are glass tube. It wasn't like it had. If if my wife's head was a glass tube, I would try <laughs> You'd to say smoke. smoke out of it. I would try to smoke it. What are you, a high school kid? It's an apple. You're going to drill it out. You got to you gotta do the best with what you got to work with, is what I'm saying. But I wish there was more of his character, actually, because the torture him joke, like, I think he had the opportunity to be kind of that dark comic relief that there wasn't. Like, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, there was the perfect dark relief in this movie for me, which Who? was my favorite character of the entire movie, which is going to be deeply controversial. Oh, no. And that was Modoc. Uh, oh, dude, as, Modoc! As played no! by, as played by um, uh, the same guy who was the bad guy from the first one, played Darren Cross. Yeah, something I think his like name that. was. Just um, Darren's good enough. Evil bald man. And he, and he, the idea of his character, like, first of all, Modoc is a huge Marvel character with tons of history. Yeah, there's no way he's dead. Um, Modoc is like, has had his own show recently right. with Patton Oswald. Patton Oswald as him. Which was fine. Which was fine. I, I thought this interpretation of Modoc is like, what's perfect about the MCU to me, which is that they take ridiculous elements, which in the comics may have played to a child reading them, and give them an ironic layer so that an adult right. can watch it and not be like, I'm a fucking man baby idiot. Like if you were to watch like a DC movie and if Modoc were instead a character in that instead of this, it would be like played seriously. Yeah, like Nirvana's playing in the background and the big head subids in the way. Um in this movie it was like, yes, Modoc, like as a character to begin with, is a ridiculous concept. But also like making it Darren and like giving him like I like an that. emotional arc to his character's disappearance after the first movie was funny. We saw his little butt cheeks. Yeah, yeah, that was that was uh, his little butt cheeks. I actually I agree. So he was he wasn't my favorite character by any means. It was like Cronenbergian. It was bizarre. Oh yeah, like it was a little like body horror. Body horror, right, right, right. They're like he because why? But they didn't explain why his head. I knew that at. Darren was going to be in this movie and was Modoc. Did you see the script? Is there you checked IMDb? No, it's in the trailer. He's in, He's the, in trailer. the trailer. Oh yeah, of course. Well, I thought he was. Is he in the trailer? His full face is in the trailer, and it became a meme before the movie. Right. Came out. You know what? I saw. So that. people were memeing on Modoc. Right. And and yeah, I I was like okay, and then we watched. Ant-Man 1 last night. Right. Which is fine. I tried to watch 2. It's a pretty... I thought it was good. Ant-Man the first it. one it's acceptable. Is, I would put them in the same category. This we'll never know what Edgar Wright's Ant-Man was going to be, which was like how all of this began. Was that Ed Edgar Guillermo Wright. del Toro. Like you no. always wonder. Well, yeah. I mean, Edgar Wright was the one who set up the original right. Ant-Man was going to make it. Uh, is that the guy who did Baby Driver and... Um, oh, Shaun of the know. Dead and all of that and he was going to make an Ant-Man everybody was super psyched about it and he got like fired because his ideas were too crazy and they like toned the whole thing down he they remained, had to, it's Marvel he remained a producer on the first right. one but apparently that one was supposed to be bug nuts insane and I feel like this one went bug nuts insane and I was totally fine with that it and, still and, was pretty corporate though well I as mean, far like, as these films go. In terms of like an Ant-Man movie, it was extra crazy. Right. Well, um, in, in terms of Marvel, it still was crazy. Like, I'm going to put this on air now, so I just piss off Endin. Is like Marvel to me is my John Wicks, and he hates John Wick so much. Mm -hmm. But like both fell, both 
series I see is like, this is made for entertainment for the masses, right? Like, if you're into gun-fu, you're gonna watch John Wick and be like, this is entertaining. If you're gonna watch the Ant-Man, to me, like, when it gets bad reviews, I'm like, dude, you're watching people fight in a subatomic universe. Like, I don't know what you came in thinking you were gonna, like, leave with tears in your eyes, you know? Again, I do not understand the malignment of this movie. I, I, I agree. I mean, you go in and it's like, like I said, where the, I hate, so I'll go on the little, my, my little rant about conversational writing, which bothers me. It's so many movies, because guys like Taika Waititi and Quentin Tarantino had success with these almost like janky scripts that felt like, oh, they're authentic, they're real, right? Like they're weird pauses and there's awkward jokes and there's dry humor every five seconds, right? And problem with that is everyone everyone took a hold of it right and like was like we're gonna make every movie like this and that once again there's no stakes like when kang was talking i was like dude that's he's talking about like time and space and the value of that or why it doesn't matter and why he has to conquer right like he's his version of thanos has to do more with the understanding of what is reality and I'm like, that's deep. And then it's like, oh, there's got to be a but um, like yeah. there's got to be like, yeah, but you got like a funny nose. <laughs> Let me bring up what I would say the the tone of this movie was closest to in terms of Kang, which is, have you ever seen the Power Rangers movie? No. 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 Should make you watch that one day. But to anyone who's listening to this, Dan Enden, if you've somehow made it this far. <laughs> no, he's not. Kang in this Absolutely movie was like Ivan Ooze in the Power Rangers movie because like. While that won't resonate to anyone in this room, what that basically means is like the Power Rangers, they're like, their whole world is kind of silly and kind right. of bizarre. And when Ivan Ooze showed up in the movie, it was very serious. And, and they have like a Shakespearean actor playing him. Right. And everything he says has all this gravitas uh, compared to what you're used to yeah. in the show, which is just a complete clown show. Um, and that's what this movie had. Kang was like serious enough existing in a comedy setting right. that he brought what he needed to bring. It introduced him well from a series perspective. Years ago, they said Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania was going to be the first movie that had Kang. We've known that forever. Which is technically not true, but... It is in this sense, because we are now tracking this Kang. Right, right, right as Kang the Conqueror. Right. He is the one who's been ousted from his civilization. He is the Conqueror. Right. As it were. They're trying to make it seem, at least I thought. Um, oh, yeah, he's coming back. There's going to be some The thing. guy from Loki was like, not this guy. No. This no, was no. just another Kang. Right. Um, so it's kind of cool that, like, Kang as a villain has, like, multiple iterations. Uh, it, when they first brought him in Loki, I was like, this is terrible. Yeah, people, a lot of people thought that. I thought it was really bad. And then they were like, oh, that's not really him. And right. I was like, okay. Because everyone's like, oh, he's the so sweet. The next one better be him. And this one felt like him. I agree. And if this is the guy who's going to, as we know, the next Avengers movie or Avengers Kang Dynasty. Kang Dynasty. So obviously it's going to be them versus a bajillion Kangs, which will be dope. I'm fine with that. I think Jonathan Majors is good. It's just like... Right, whatever their end game is, their king. So bizarre, whoever set all of this up, that it was like, Ant-Man, that's the one. That's, that's where, the one that's going to... That's well, you know what that off. is? Let's like I said, that's off. the Guardians of the Galaxy, after right? They the needed something silly, that was obscure. Because think about it. After the silly shit that happened in Thor Love and Thunder, it's become clear to me that that should have been, probably been Kang. Like, you had the one comedy silly Thor movie which was Ragnarok right. and then bring that silly kind of Thor but remember vibe the into first that. the first time that really Thanos had actual screen time when the sense of like end credits was Guardians of the Galaxy the first one right and that was a silly movie though like I Chris think, Pratt doing disco I think disco he showed up distract. way before then no no he, they hinted at him but I'm saying like like you saw him like you then. saw him right but like not until his own persona. movie did he come rolling out no 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 um, but that's true but this to me felt like they were trying to capture some of the magic of the first Guardians of the Galaxy in the sense of like, we're a goofy crew. And because um, I can't remember the guy pushing daisies, whoever played the main villain mm -hmm. in that, um, he was he was very similar, like Shakespearean. He wanted to bring an end because his people had suffered. Right. And he wanted everyone else to pay and destroy the galaxy. And then it's like, I have a talking raccoon, you know, right. And like, <laughs> Um, I think that the second Ant-Man 
was not received very well, they probably wanted to bring some more value back to the series. I mean, Paul Rudd is a very respected um, actor, so just giving his he's a little bit more respect. And I think it just made sense with the whole quantum realm. Um, we've done space so much, so just having a similar vibe to space, but uh, tiny. That's what I'm saying. I, I agree. Like it was like we're not going to space. We're going. We're still multiverse because it's different. Well, that's the thing. It's not a same. It's just a small. It's it, they're they're still saying it was part of Earth. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, just it's tiny just at the subatomic level, right? But it still is like the ability to travel between time and space. Like I said, I get that. That's like when people are crapping on. It, I'm like, this is the build. This is this now. Do I think? I keep saying Guardians of the Galaxy. Do I think it was as good as the first Guardians of the Galaxy? Absolutely not. I, I love I, that. I don't think that the first Guardians of the Galaxy is quite as good as. Everyone seems. I to mean, think the it is, second is better. I think, in my opinion, I think the second one's even worse. Really? For James okay. Gunn, I think he's done better in other places. Well, James, that's uh, well, yeah. I mean, we'll see what he does with DC. But <laughs> it's fine. But like, I don't want to like sit down and rewatch. Um, I'll tell you that I would rather watch James Gunn's Suicide Squad over any of the Guardians. Oh the well, that's movies. not. A, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, wait, hold on. What's your so if you're okay? What's your most rewatchable? Let's compare it then. What's your most rewatchable Marvel movie? I Rachel. love Captain America. I was gonna say Captain America, Winter Soldier. That's what I was gonna say. Well, she just wants to have sex with him, so it's not. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's not really it. about which one yeah, I mean, for Chris her. Evans. Come it's on, like anyone that he's in is gonna be the one. Yeah, so. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That's her one. What do they call it? So you're gonna when watch you, Lucky Number Seven or whatever right, he's yeah. in. Oh my god, if I met him, it's, yeah. you could, you could, I would let it happen. You, you would? That's her one. What I is don't it think called? I've, there's What's the any term? other celebrity I even have ever thought about. Like I'm not, I don't have celebrity crushes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Chris Evans. I mean, I have like a Marvel she wants America's tattoo, ass. and I like really considered getting a Captain America tattoo. Wow, okay. <laughs> Rach does have like a Marvel, Marvel-inspired tattoo. Do you? She does. Yeah. Show me. Yeah, that's, take my shirt off. No, it's not. You get a little too fucked up in here. A little yeah, too yeah, unchristian yeah, yeah, yeah. in here. No, it's, it's For a day when you've already world. attended church. I have Show already attended time. church. Does that mean that if she did do it, though, that next week you could absolve yourself for this? That's not... I'm a Protestant. I'm not Catholic, so that's not how that works. What's a Protestant? Is that what you, like, you finger it, and that's what, what? makes you, like... Or, or no, the, like the doctor checks your Protestant. No, that's it's. Oh, that's prostate. Prostate. Wait, what are you then? I am not. Just put. Let's make it easy. I'm not. You don't go into like a booth and apologize to a priest. So no apologizing. No apologizing. What's, you apologize what, directly to what's, God. What makes you guys different from the others? So, uh, well, you're saying Protestant versus Catholicism. I don't. Let's not do yeah. that route. Yes. Well, make well, it this way. Not make, okay. Okay. Let's make it easy. Can we do let's Christianity? Maybe. Yeah, Christianity. Okay. If you want to look at the two groups, mm-hmm. one believes. Not quick believes. tangent. Quick tangent, Rage. One believes you. Can, we're learning. We're learning about the lesser people. Lesser people. <laughs> we're. Look, you were the chosen. Oh, people. We're chosen. Look, were chosen. I'm just repeating what's in my my good book. You were. It you says were chosen. We're number one. I'm, I have to say that. I'm not even denying that's that's still in the New Testament. <laughs> All right, Jesus let's, still let's hear. What okay. is the difference to two people who've never, Rich? You knew, know anything about Protestantism? No, I've been to church on Christmas Eve. Oh wow, nice. There you go. So Catholics, you could that's, boil it down to, on. they believe that, right. uh, if you're a good person and you do good things, mm-hmm. Jesus loves you and you go to heaven. Protestants believe nothing you do is good, but that you are saved regardless if you like Jesus. That's I'm gonna make it like really uh, simple. Oh, okay. You're the guys who just like skip straight to the finish line. Right, right. You're right to Jesus. Yeah. You're like you don't need. I mean, not that you shouldn't be good. You should be good. Right. Like don't hurt okay. people. Don't be a jerk. Don't. Like, but either know. way, as long as JC is your number one. Yeah, as long as JC is your number you one. You got it in the basket. You're you're cool. Right. Yeah. 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 Whereas if you're you like have a, to believe the infallibility of JC though. So that's why you're not apologizing. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, I live no fucks given, but at the end of the day, JC is my number one. Right. And I'm motivated gonna, by that, not by being good or bad. But you want to be good anyway. I love the sound of that. Rage, thoughts? Are we becoming Christians now? I don't know. Uh, you don't tell your dad. You're going to see him later today. So let's focus on the multiverse of quantum media. <laughs> Final thoughts on Ant-Man and the Wasp, quantum mania. You want GG with it? 
Yes. Okay. Josh, Josh, you first. All right. So. And I'm going to write your score in for Endon's. Yes. I want him to have. I want him to have the goy to just ruin his. Um, (laughs) Okay. Overall, like I said, not a perfect movie by any means. Right. Um, While the dialogue was super frustrating with me. I still found it to be fun. Like, I think I would rewatch that on like a Thursday afternoon. Yeah. I think I would too. So I'm going to give it a solid 6-8. GG is the 6-8, which means I'll watch it. I'll probably have my phone out. But you know what? I'll chuckle at Paul Rudd and I'll say that man doesn't age. Yeah, he does not. Now, Rachel. Where does my square go? I'm going to make you what's uh, going to be referred to as Rachel's Rudd Corn. (laughs) A, a small, extra special corner in the corner box of Endon's score sheet. Why didn't it go in yours, honey? Why would your score go in mine? Because we're married. Ooh. No, wait. Does that count for double, though? Or You're, You are a guest. This is my program. Okay. You, on Rachel's Review Corner, Whoa, you can Rachel's be number Review one corner. on your slot. I would listen to that Rachel's Review Corner. I have some segments. Tune in, you well, know. You let yeah. me know when you watch... A piece of media, and you want to make a Rachel's review corner. The RR corner. Just tap me and go. I want to do a quick one, and we'll come downstairs, and you'll bang it out, rub it out, (laughs) flick it out, (laughs) flick it. Rach. All right, so I'm gonna give this movie a seven point five. Wow. Okay, break it down. I need to hear why. Seven five. All the way up. I thought it was really fun. I like I said, I I don't think that they went too far. I have a big problem when with uh, these movies when they just explode in the third act and just um, everything gets out of control. I thought they kept it under control. I loved all the funny characters. It was visually beautiful. I enjoyed the movie. That's that. Okay. (laughs) Hmm. Seven five. That's aggressive. But I I mean you know what? I, I give most Marvel movies pretty high. Yeah. What'd you give? Wait, now I'm curious before we go, because yeah, I know is, I know Lines is going to Do you go have any? I don't well, know. I, no, I, I, I want to wait. So real quick, real I need quick. to do a little, little yeah, yeah, research. Yeah. So let me go out of airplane mode for a moment. So go back. Let's go. You liked Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness too, right? This is a good time to let everyone know that if you're listening to this, please like and subscribe on Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah. You should like and f- subscribe on Facebook. Check out Josh's Instagram. <laughs> Don't check out my Instagram. I'm so um, boring. All right, so I'm like, here's my wife, and we have dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically my Facebook. Yeah, it's right. Just, wait, um, so wait, hold, okay, wait, wait, wait. I I want to hear Rachel. What would you give Multiverse of Madness? Um, like same score? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so your idea of yeah. really like is at least seven five. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. I gave Multiverse of Madness like an eight point five. An 8.5? Oh. Well, what did I give it? Wow. Anything? Uh, where's your letterbox? <laughs> Idiot, make an account. <laughs> did I review Thor Love and Thunder? I hope you didn't. I didn't. I just like flat out ignored its existence. That's fair. Was this better than Multiverse of Madness? No. I, I don't know. I'm... I'd say it's slightly up. 7.5 is what the wife gave it. Happy so, wife, happy you know, wife. it's obviously opinions change over time. It's just interesting, like watching. Have We watched Ant-Man 1 yesterday. Mm-hmm. We started to. We didn't get that far due to time. But um, I liked what I had seen, I feel like, much more than I remember in the past. Um, mm. Ant-Man 2, we walked out of the theaters. Like, it was... We were so bored. It was yeah. like... Un- I wasn't bored. That's the other... I agree with you. Like, I... Did I think certain things were super corny or like weird? Sure. But never once was I like, we got to head out. I don't understand why this movie was maligned poorly. Um, just, I remember I even the first Ant-Man, just like thinking things were pretty out of control. Then on this watch, I just didn't feel like they were as out of control. So for the place I'm in right now at 32 years old, I like this movie. <laughs> All right, Lions, it's time. I'm going to give this movie a 7.75. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. 7.75. I'm going to give it the highest of anyone here. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I had a good time. I thought Paul Rudd was good. Paul Rudd's great. I thought that Darren was... Fucking hilarious, Michael Douglas. Modok, he's Modok. He's this, not Darren. This may be Michael Douglas's last movie. Who fucking Ugh. knows? And he is really hilarious in it. Um, Michael Douglas, in one shot of this movie, was wearing like a Mad Max duster jacket and was leading an army of ants to fight an interdimensional yeah. time lord. And I am about that life. Funny movie. 
Made me laugh a lot. Didn't take itself too seriously. Just a good time with the kids. <laughs> so what's, I mean, out of the Marvels, is there an announced next with Kang? Because you would know better than me. Uh, I don't have it all, like, written down, but it's going to lead into, like, Avengers stuff. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, okay. My guess is the next few Marvel properties will In all female Avengers. Up, will firm up the next Avengers. Yeah. The young Avengers, if yeah, you will. Yeah, I think they'll yeah. probably take all of the new characters they just built in Phase 4. I, I bet the next few movies are going to start to They're going to start them. saving money. That's what I think the strategy is, because none of these actresses are, like, super well-known. Basically, I'm fine with what's going on here. And stay the course, Marvel some really transparent politics in this movie. Yeah, yeah. who cares? <laughs> I, like, I don't get, you know, the really thing is, funny and laughable, but I just I roll my whatever. eyes, that's the thing. That's the, it's whatever, right? It, it was so just, worked dude, up, it was just like, like in Multiverse of Madness when they were like, and I'm enjoying this awesome Sam Raimi experience. What a guy. And I'm watching it, and then all of a sudden they're just like, she's from uh, Planet Lesbiana, and her parents were like, Two lesbianords, and it was like, oh, planet of all lesbians, and I was like, I'm just. What? I don't remember that. Yeah, America Chavez's moms. No. Remember? Yeah. And they were like, oh, this. Uh, oh, did you do you not remember that? They no, I like, don't. Oh, they were that like, was... oh, they come from a utopia where like uh, everyone is like perfectly happy. I think. And my brain just goes, okay, you know, like it just says like. I was skip. just like, fine, that's fine. Right. And they, they do it in each one of them now, but like it's just so. I I think that the best way to to. Do representation in movies is by representing, right? Showing dynamics such as like Rachel and I watched a movie, Knock in the Cabin, recently. Oh yeah, how was with that? With M Night Shyamalan, you reviewed directing. that great, right? Great. You were like an eight seven five. We really on enjoyed that. it, and it was a the gay couple, yeah, You're gay like... couple, and it was fine. Like they didn't make you like just dwell over it endlessly. They're very right. mature about it, and it's like there are ways to include people. And then there are ways to not. Right. I, I will go on my rant that Shit's Creek is the best representation of any show because it's sure. just a character. It's just a good guy. Right. There's That's nothing more than that. There's literally one scene where they're like, what do you like? And he was like, I go both ways. I mean, and they, they were do like, That's get it. really gay, though, in the last season. Oh, super gay. But once again, it's not like they're... <laughs> Delete all of this. I'm sorry. I have no problem with that. I what just... I'm trying to say yeah. is, you know... Marvel needs to start making like good movies again. We're at the precipice of you're on the edge. falling. But can I, can I just reiterate? I had no problem with the gayness in the last season. Of oh, shit's gay. <laughs> you have to make sure you're like a super like, gay. Super if you know what I mean. Yeah, now I'm not going to cut I this because gay people this and... came around to a good joke. <laughs> how can we be expected to teach children to learn how to read if they can't even fit inside the building? And other than that, I thought it was a good time. Yeah, I agree. I, this is, I mean, people Another put, wrongly maligned yeah, I agree. blockbuster. That Just have fun. I don't know why there's this weird disconnect that we experience sometimes, but we do. You and, shouldn't uh, get emotional over Ant-Man. You should be like, I'm here to watch an Ant movie. Everyone should go watch Eternals also. Yeah. And then let's talk about it. Hot take. <laughs> Hot take. All right. Any, uh, any final thoughts? That's it. Rich, you ready to go? What a time to be alive. This is a long one, Rach. Wow. I know. Very impressive. Good night, everyone. Ants. I hate ants.